Grumbling to himself, he stuck his dog-eared Louis L'Amour paperback in the top drawer of the desk and produced the keys to the danger ward from the depths of his orderly's whites. Three o'clock in the morning. Time for his rounds. Claude had been an orderly for most of his adult life. He'd originally intended to go into pro football, but a bad knee injury in high school put an end to that career before it had the chance to begin. He later discovered that standing six foot three and tipping the scales at 280 pounds had its distinct advantages in the healthcare field. However, even at the age of 38, with high school 20 years gone and his midsection devolved into flab, he still wasn't anyone you'd want to fuck with. He started work at Elysian Field seven years ago, and as funny farms go, it was an okay job. It sure beat the hell out of the state hospital he had worked at. Elysian Fields didn't waste time on charity cases. The sanitarium specialized in dependency problems, and its clients were the sons and daughters, mothers and fathers of prestigious families. But for those with relatives whose difficulties tended to be far more serious than a fondness for tranquilizers and vodka, there was the danger ward. The reinforced steel door, painted a soothing pastel color for the benefit of the visitors, separated the nursing station from the rest of the ward. Claude rolled the barrier back enough to squeeze through. He remembered an old cartoon from his childhood where a mouse ran in and out of the jaws of a sleeping cat. Funny how he always thought of that when he did his rounds. He walked past the day room where the better-behaved inmates were allowed to watch television and play ping-pong during the afternoon, Most were so heavily medicated all they could do was sit and stare at the tube or out the windows. There was no attempt at rehabilitation in the danger ward, although no one came right out and said it. Much like how no one mentioned the exact reasons why these people were locked up, but such discretion was what their clients paid them for. All in all, Elysian Fields wasn't any different from any other private asylum. Except for her. Claude grimaced involuntarily. Hell, this used to be an easy shift. Except for a patient having the odd nightmare now and then, there wasn't much for him to worry about. He could catch up on his reading, watch TV, and maybe even nap if he felt like it without worrying about being disturbed. That was before they dragged her in six months ago. It had been during his shift. She was bound in a straitjacket and, God as his witness, a length of chain with four strong men handling her and still she lashed about, yowling like a wild thing. For a minute it looked as if she would get loose. Claude could still hear the sharp snap of the chain breaking. Then Dr. Wexler was there, syringe in hand, jabbing the needle through the canvas. The woman collapsed immediately. Judging from the size of the dosage, she should have died, but she didn't. Claude was ordered to carry her into room seven. That was the first time he touched her. It was enough. That's when his job got tough. Since that night, he hadn't had a single shift go by without one of the inmates waking up with the night horrors. They all claimed the woman in room seven walked into their dreams. They couldn't, or wouldn't, elaborate on the details. Claude described some of the dreams to Dr. Morial, the ward's on-call psychiatrist. Dr. Morial asked him if he liked his job so Claude let it drop. Life was complicated enough without trying to figure out why a bunch of loonies should fixate on a fellow inmate they had never seen, or how they could possibly describe what she looked like. 
he wondered if the patients were equally restless during the day. Somehow, he doubted it. She wasn't awake during the day. I hear the orderly's heavy tread as he checks his charges one by one. It is night, and the doctors have fled, leaving their patients alone with their dreams. It's been too long since I could think this clearly. It took me two months to crawl out of madness. Another three passed before my system began to break down the narcotic cocktails they pump into me every day. Their drugs won't do them any good. With every night that passes, my immunity grows stronger. My mind is my own again. It's been so long. Perhaps too long.